Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits even before your child arrives. Yep, I work with parents even from the moment they find out they're pregnant. What if you could set the right tone of sleep from the beginning of your child's life? Wouldn't that be awesome? This week, I actually had a couple of clients tell me, Becca, now that I'm actually thinking about having another kid because I'm sleeping well, I know I'm going to call you the moment I find out I'm pregnant. And I said, this is the reason I have a newborn course. So if you are new to this podcast, welcome. I am really grateful you're here. And if you have been listening, you have heard about my online newborn course, Sleep from the Start. This online newborn course is meant for expecting moms, for new moms, and for moms again. It's in a format that you could like literally binge watch like Netflix and get all of the information you need from how to set up the nursery well, how dad can best help you, how you can get others to help you, how to get your kid to take good naps, what to do when they will not go back to sleep in the middle of the night, and really help help set the stage for good sleep. Go to littlezsleep.com slash free chapter. You will be able to get a free chapter preview talking about how to build good daytime routines, how long your baby should be awake for, and what in the world an eat, play, sleep schedule is. And I give you the lowdown on all of that. So grab your free chapter. It's right there waiting for you. No matter if you are due in two months, you're holding a two-day old, or you're wondering if two months old is too far gone. Nope, it's not. So this is for you. Now today, I am going to actually talk about how to set up a nursery well, and I have brought in my friend Sherelle Durinsky, who is an interior designer of Luster Home here in Richmond, Virginia, and she is going to talk to us about what she does to start setting up a nursery, talking about the design aspects and things to look for, her favorite places to source both high and low end items, and I want to open up and talk about the three foundational pieces that I look for when I go into a child's room. So Sherelle can speak to us from the design aspect, and I'm going to speak about the function aspect. So item number one, when I come into your kid's room, I am going to turn off the lights and close the blinds and make sure there is zero light coming into the room. Now, I want to ensure this because your child's naps and nights depend on it. We've got to have the darker the room, the better the sleep. So guess where my favorite blackout curtains are from? Oh yes, Target, where all good things come from. So you can actually find all of these products linked in my show notes. And these are the Pillow Fort Light Blocking Twill Curtains. They're the best, like the absolute best. And they're $20 a panel, so that's even better. So I wanna make sure your child has a great level of darkness, like 100% dark for all sleep opportunities, okay? The second thing I'm gonna look for is a white noise machine. My ultimate favorite is the dome white noise machine. It is the best. It's just a simple motor that runs constantly all night and for every nap, and this is really key because especially your newborn is very used to having a loud rhythmic noises happening all day long in the womb, and now we can give that to them with this white noise machine. It's really, really great. The final thing I'm gonna look for, especially in a newborn's room, is the sleep environment where they are actually sleeping. I am looking for a firm, flat surface with no distractions, no toys, no pillows, no blankets, no projectors, no nothing, no docketots in the crib. Mm, Man, I could get all real fired up about that, 
but we don't want anything in your child's crib. It's just for them to sleep. It's the safest way that that can happen. So I want to make sure that your child has the opportunity to be in a firm, flat surface for sleep. So those three pieces are the critical foundational elements of how to set up your child's nursery. And today, Sherelle Drinsky is going to walk us through other ways that we can think about having our foundational pieces in place, but also making sure we have that really cute nursery. So I am excited for us to get into Sherelle Dorinsky's interview. Here you go. So thank you, Sherelle, for being here today. And I would love for you to share a little bit with the um, moms listening. Who are you? What do you do? And how old is little Miss Charlotte? Yes. Hi. It's so good to be here. My name is Cheryl Dorinsky, and I am one half of Luster Home. We are an interior design firm here in Richmond. And um, while I, I do all kinds of residential design, anywhere from new builds to renovations to also doing e-design, which is providing like electronic mood boards and concept boards and designs for everyone around the United States. So it doesn't have to be limited to just Richmond, Virginia. And oh gosh, my, my daughter, Charlotte, just turned 14 months uh, last week. So she's grown up fast and we have a second one on the way due July. Well, I'm just going to say July because I know not to get caught <laughs> on the date. My daughter was over a week late, so I know better about that. <laughs> so I would love to talk to you about from your like professional design stance, I want to talk through some things that maybe we should be thinking through uh, before we start, you know, putting our kids' room together or just some things that we should maybe use practically as we get their rooms ready. So I've opened up talking about like, yes, we want, like you said, white noise. We want the blackout curtains, all this kind of stuff. But is there a rule of thumb? I feel like I always hear this from designers, like, like a rule of thumb that you should follow or whatever it is when you are designing your child's room. So I would say for me, what I start with and um, what I tell other people to start with is shop your house first. A lot of times you have items within your home that you love that you didn't think that would be something you'd put in a nursery, but it actually can be. Um, for example, I had a thrifted rug that I had found a couple years back and I didn't have a space for it in my home, but I didn't want to get rid of it. It was in my basement and I pulled it out and looked at it and realized that it had some really pretty like coral pinks and some blues and stuff. And I was like, this is, this will be perfect. This will be my jumping off point. And sometimes you have those accent tables or those little things that you can say, okay, this is, this will be perfect to go next to a rocker. So I always say, start out with things that are already in your home. It doesn't have to be nursery cutesy specific. Um, Cause we're kind of going for also with a lot of nurseries, you're kind of seeing this uh, lean towards a sophisticated nursery, something that the child can grow into as mm. well, and things that you can continue using around your home. If you're going to purchase something for a nursery, you want to be able to, when the child maybe doesn't want to have, wants more play space, you yeah. can, okay, I can put this end table now in my living room or in my dining room or things like that. So you want to keep it more versatile and, and um, and I think that's kind of cool. So, and I like being able to pull in items that I've had for a while that maybe have some sentiment too. Yeah. Um, and I can place in the nursery as well from there. Yeah. But when it is time to go find maybe those unique pieces or um, find those things that are like just very special and like that thrifted rug, things like that, where are your favorite sources for like unique finds? So what I like to look at is Etsy. I get on there and I see what some artists are making too. A lot of 
great time. A lot of times you can find great prints and things that are, have a little bit of whimsy to them. So when we're placing things in the nursery that are, you know, maybe more sophisticated looking, you want to also make it more whimsical. So that's where you can accessorize and finding those uh, on Etsy. There's also Land of Nod, which can get a little pricey, but they have some of the cutest stuff. So um, And then of course, Target. Oh my gosh, I love, I do love Target. Who doesn't love Target? I know. <laughs> um, but they have some like great accent pillows and things that have some whimsy to them which just really adds that pop uh, pop of color even yeah. to the nursery and stuff as well. So those are my pretty good go-tos. But I will say I have found some great stuff on Amazon too, mm. um, which a lot of people don't think to look at, but they have some fun hampers and toy baskets and things that you can have some fun print patterns on as well. And, and so I even found blackout curtains from Amazon that yeah. I absolutely love. So they have a great selection. And so uh, don't be afraid to look at Amazon as well. I love it. I love it. Do you put a mood board together for your rooms? Like if you do that for clients, do you do that for yourself? Yes, I do. And I do that for clients as well. Oh, and that's the other thing too. Start with a color scheme. So mm -hmm. you can find an item in your house that you love. Like for example, the rug that I had given, and that gave me my, my jumping off point from my, my color scheme. And that kind of gives you a theme to go off of for your walls too. I try not to, I try to not get too gender specific with the wall colors. So that way it can remain more neutral and mm -hmm. that way it can kind of more versatile room. Mm -hmm. um, Charlotte has a dark green wall, doesn't she? she? Does. Yes. And I love dark, that. That's a dark green accent wall too. Oh, yeah. So I like adding accent walls to a space because sometimes you're like, okay, let's, if we want to change up, you just have one wall to change up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that way you're not stuck with an entire room that's one color that you hate in five years where you know, it doesn't feel like it fits your child anymore. Do you have a rule like of how many accent wall, like which wall you should do? Like, are you looking at light or anything like that? Um, usually it's wherever the item of maybe the crib is or mm. where the, um, possibly the um, changing table or um, actually I, I shouldn't say changing table because that's another thing. I like to refurbish dresser, dressers. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm totally with you. I think yeah. it's a waste of money to buy a changing table. Yes, yeah. definitely don't splurge on that at all. <laughs> that should be something that, you know, uh, you can either reuse something that you've already had or find one and fix it up mm -hmm. um, because it, you're going to want to keep that piece for a while and a changing table you're not going to need for as long. So yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I love that. So, all right, let's talk about your favorite places to like splurge and where you always go to find like the best bargains. So when you are ready to maybe splurge for like that big piece, maybe it's like the rocker or maybe it is like finding a really great um, dresser or something like that for the changing table, where do you like to go? Well, let's start with the dresser. <laughs> when I'm trying to bargain hunt for a dresser, I'm going to, I hit up uh, thrift stores or I tell my clients to look at thrift stores or even Facebook marketplace mm. or Craigslist or estate sales and yeah. auctions, um, maybe yard sales or even again, your basement or yeah. your relative's basement. Yeah. A lot of times you can find items like that that would fit perfectly in a room. Maybe it's a little dated like maybe a mid-century piece, but um, it, it'll clean up nicely and you can yeah. clean it 
and give it new hardware. Target has a great line of hardware that's come out and we can find. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. And you can even find, um, anthropology has some like cute mm. little whimsical kind of like bunny ear. Uh, oh, cute. I love hardware, that. And it's just placing knobs and stuff can just fix all that up and make it look so much better. The things to splurge on a crib, I guess, definitely. Yeah. You're going to want something that has some more style and some shape to it. Cribs have come such a long way, but yeah. you're not necessarily going to want to use that crib that your parents used, your mom used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I was offered that. I said no. They don't look that great. <laughs> no. Well, cribs have really come a long way and have just the detail and like legwork, like mid-century kind of look or more modern or even come in like black and natural wood tones, which yeah. are fun. And I usually recommend purchasing from Wayfair or yeah. All Modern. Um, Target has some good ones. Crate, uh, crate and Barrel Crate, crate Kids. There's also, um, you know, the Land of Nod, of course. Yeah. Um, a little bit pricier. But um, there's such a great selection on Wayfair and All Modern that yeah. you really can find pretty much anything you want from there. And then for the, oh gosh, another splurge item. Now, this is a preference because I've had several clients that have been very specific with wanting a really nice, comfortable glider mm. um, or rocker. And uh, that you can spend a little bit more money on and you know you get one that has the, the matching gliding footstool with it as well. Yeah. And you have the armrests and you have <laughs> the you know, high back to it and you can fall asleep in it. Um, and then I've had some clients that we've had smaller spaces and didn't really want the glider to be such an impact for the room. Um, and they were fine with getting a smaller profile rocker or more modern like Eames chair rocker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's actually something that I preferred as well. I got myself a smaller like plastic molded Eames mm -hmm. chair rocker that was modern and I threw yeah. Throw a pillow in it, kind of made it a little bit comfortable, but I didn't really care too much yeah. about it having the armrests or being like, you know, a high back or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So that comes down to preference and you can kind of test some out and like feel if you want to get something soft or if you don't care, you just want something that's low profile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's so true. Um, but yeah, it's and and doing the nursery is so much fun. So if like you're in the nesting stage and you're getting all that together, I love that is such a, a special part of like preparing for baby. Uh, what was your favorite part of designing the, the nursery and getting things ready for Charlotte and now this baby? For me, it's accessorizing. So once I got the key pieces in there um, for the larger items, once a crib is settled on, you have the paint color. Um, and you have, you know, the necessities of the dresser changing station area. It's getting the little um, mementos in there, the little knickknacks, getting a bookshelf up and, and starting to place, you know, a local artist had made this cross stitch of a, I have, I have it in my nursery of a little kitty cat wearing a crown, a little princess oh, kitten. Yeah. Um, and it's just something that adds a little bit of whimsy. Adds yeah. Much. And you can get more theme specific too. So I chose to do, for my personal nursery, I chose to do kind of a Southwestern theme. I yeah. A lot of cacti and cacti. Yeah. Um, I have a, a bison head on the wall. Yeah. Things like that. And I've, I've designed other nurseries that are a little bit more theme specific. I've done yeah. a couple of woodland nurseries. And, and that's always the fun part of adding the whimsy. And, and that, that kind of gets exciting. Because yeah. 
as you start looking, you start coming across like, um, one day I found this little armadillo lamp, that <laughs> the cutest thing. And it was white porcelain gold from Target. Oh, I love and it. Well, of course. Yeah. I, I just could not wait for that thing to come. I was so excited. It was an armadillo lamp. <laughs> Those little touches there that you yeah. can start to add some personality to the room. And, it, and you're not getting too theme specific to the point where it's like, as the child grows, you can't, you can change all of that out easily. Mm-hmm and yet still keep the main majority of the, the larger sophisticated pieces in there. Yeah. So. Okay. My last question that I, I really just thought about because we talked about how you have a giant cactus in your house. Oh, yes. Like, how tall is it? <laughs> it's over six foot for <laughs> sure. Not okay. in the nursery. It's, it's in my living room. But. Yes. But I, I had never thought about this. And you told me, I was like, oh my gosh, so this is some cool, like a good tip. How should we be like childproofing? are giant plants. How how did you, you told me about this. So I am not for childproofing too much, not (laughs) overly childproofing, but I did go and get a a more secure base for the plant. So I didn't have to worry about it tipping over um, or falling on top of Charlotte. So I did go to the CB2 and I got a, um, just a wider, more square, modern base for it. And that way I didn't have to worry about it tipping over. Yeah. But for the most part, she points at it and looks at it. And then it's just a learning opportunity. <laughs> oh, don't touch. Um, and she has touched it once and she was totally fine. She, <laughs> she, but I, you know, I'm not going to let her climb on. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's important to remember, like a secure, like heavy, yes. like base, you know, I mean, yeah. that just makes sense. But we have to, th- and even some of the things I opened up talking about in this podcast, like, okay, we have to actually mount our monitors, you know, like as I've been, I've been in a lot of situations where the monitor is just hanging out on the side of the crib. It's like, ah, it's kind of dangerous to have that. Yeah. So yeah, just thinking about these things that like, oh, duh, we need to be thinking about them, but there's no judgment. Like we definitely need to just let everybody know like, Hey, if you have a seven foot cactus, let's think about getting a secure base for that thing. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> it's very true. I just yeah. think- being mindful and practical of it, but then also not completely having to sacrifice design or style for your space. Cause it, cause it's a space that you and your husband enjoy as well. And yeah. so it, you don't want it to be like too overly kid, kid friendly. Like, yes, I, I like it to where if there's a nice healthy balance of where the whole family is getting to enjoy yeah. the aesthetics of everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cheryl. So how can we find you on Instagram? Where can we find you? How can we follow you and stay in touch? Oh yes. So on Instagram, our handle is luster uh, with underscore home and luster is spelled L U S T R E. So the British way. <laughs> um, and then uh, you can email me at Cheryl at lusterhome.com. You can find me on Facebook at Luster Home. And if you want to reach out anytime for any questions, feel free. Love it. Well, and I'll link all that stuff in the notes so people can follow along. And you'll have to go check out her Instagram. Is I love it. It's so pretty. It gives me all sorts of good ideas. And I just like, like the simplicity and I love it. So yeah, y'all will enjoy that. Well, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks so much, Sherelle. I am so glad you were able to share with us. That was really just cool to hear about the design aspects of a nursery. Again, if you are an expecting or a new mom or a mom again, make sure you head on over to littlezsleep.com slash free chapter or find the link in the show notes and get your free chapter preview of my online newborn course. Y'all, this is a must. If you are building your registry, put this on there because if you've got a crib, you need to know how to use it. And this is exactly why I built the course for you. 
Thanks so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.